Somebody whispering as we came out, oh, it's all girls today. <laughs> yes, it is. And I think, um, you know, sometimes people talk about the Holy Spirit as being uh, the, the feminine aspect of God. I don't know if that's actually accurate or not, but um, I think throughout the centuries, women have been very sensitive to the Holy Spirit uh, and have been used powerfully throughout the church's history with the help of the Holy Spirit. I love talking about the Holy Spirit. I don't think I'd be here without him. Um, I certainly wouldn't be in ministry after 24 years without the help of the Holy Spirit. So I'm eternally grateful to him for his presence in my life and for never leaving me as Jesus promised that he wouldn't. I don't know if you've been on an airplane recently, but uh, you know when they do the, the little routine at the beginning and they, they tell you you're supposed to watch, and most of us don't. <laughs> well, there's a little bit where they say um, the oxygen mask will drop down and you must always put it on you first before you see to anybody else, even your own children. You must put on your oxygen mask first. And I think um, these two readings point to something of that nature, that we need to make sure that we do first things first before we do anything else. And um, John spells it out at the beginning, at the end of that reading in John 14. He says, if you love me, keep my commands. And then he ends it, if you love me, keep my commands. In the Corinthians reading, we start out with this whole thought about Jesus being Lord, that the Holy Spirit is the one that enables us to make him Lord in our lives and enables us to keep making him Lord on a daily basis through the years. And Jesus being Lord and loving him and keeping his commands all go together, don't they? It's not just that duty that we make Jesus Lord. We do it out of love and reverence. I don't know if any of you watched uh, Britain's Got Talent. Anybody watch that this weekend? No. Oh, you're much more highbrow than me. <laughs> well, there was a group that sang a cappella, and they, they were all backing singers for recording companies, and um, they sang uh, God Save Our Queen. at at the end, which was absolutely spellbinding in a cappella. And the camera panned the audience, and you could just see this affection in people's eyes for our queen (laughs) as they sang it. It was very powerful and very meaningful. And I said to Simon, yeah, people really do love the queen, don't they? And somebody did mention that later on the judging panel, and I thought about what I was saying today. And I thought, yes, we don't just have Jesus as Lord out of duty, but we have Jesus as Lord because we love him, because he has loved us. And his Holy Spirit has enabled us to love him with everything we've got and to keep loving him even when life is tough. So it's your oxygen mask. Make sure that Jesus is Lord in your life first before you start thinking about how you, you can use gifts and how you can serve a community and benefit the common good. 
The Holy Spirit is the one who is like the oxygen in that mask. He's the one that keeps that love for God fueled and burning. And uh, one of my daily prayers is, Holy Spirit, come fill me. I need more of you because I leak. (laughs) And I extend what you give me each day. And I need you to come fill me again. And when life is tough, you use up a lot of that energy that the Holy Spirit gives you, don't you? And you need to be praying daily for the Holy Spirit to fill you, that you will keep on making Jesus Lord of your life. He's the advocate. He's the spirit of truth. You know him, we're told, and he lives in us, that we're not orphans. And there's this lovely imagery in John where uh, John speaks of being immersed in Jesus who is immersed in the Father. And it's a bit like those Russian dolls, you know, those, you are in Jesus, Jesus is in the Father, (laughs) so you're in the Father, you're not an orphan, you're not going to be left alone, you're in him, like those Russian dolls. And when we're in God and when we love him and he's Lord of our lives, then we want to keep his commands. It's what safeguards us against temptations that will come. When anything is done or said that is opposed to Jesus, we're told in this uh, Corinthians passage, anything that would actually bring a curse on Jesus, then you know that's not the Holy Spirit. You can sense it, can't you? If Jesus isn't honored by something somebody says or does in our community, when you see something on the news, you know that's not the Spirit of God. That's not the Holy Spirit at work. But you can tell the Spirit of God because he is the one that brings glory to Jesus. Wherever you see anyone bringing glory to God, you know the Holy Spirit is at work. And then we're told in the First Corinthians passage that out of the same source come different expressions of gifts, serving, and working. So the Holy Spirit is the one that is the source that flows through us. Love for Jesus is the brand, so to speak. If you were talking about Apple, then you would be thinking, well, Apple started with computers, but they've diversified, haven't they, to iPads and iPhones and i, whatevers and pods and jewelry now, apparently. What next? Cars, houses? I don't know. But they have diversified, and likewise, we have the same source together, but the diversity of expression grows as we all Make Jesus Lord. So it's the same source of the Holy Spirit that enables us to be waitresses and cooks and to do finances, to be on church committees, to clean, to develop new friendships, to learn to play an instrument skillfully, to bring someone to Alpha, to be actively involved in a life group, to do administration or evangelism or missions or handyman jobs, or prayer ministry, or preaching, or singing wholeheartedly in worship, or teaching, or listening, or comforting, encouraging, doing a pastoral visit, giving financially, as we saw on that DVD earlier, babysitting, lending your stuff to others who need something they haven't got, 
but you do. Giving your time, giving your expertise. All these things are from the same source. Same Holy Spirit working in you and me, enabling us to serve and to work. And we're told in the, sec- in the Corinthians passage that it's for the common good and that the gifts that the Holy Spirit brings are to be expressed in all those works of service that I've just read out. I don't know if you've seen the film Hot Fuzz. Anybody seen that film? Again, too highbrow for me. Well, anyway, Hot Fuzz, great West Country film. <laughs> I recommend it highly for a good laugh. But um, the baddies are a, a committee of people who want to keep their village as the cleanest, nicest village in the West Country. <laughs> but you don't know that till the end, that they're the baddies, and that they're just this lovely group of people that want to keep the village uh, nice. But their, their theme is, for the greater good. This is their sort of mantra, for the greater good. And they end up murdering a whole load of people that they don't like who mess up their village. And... Um, <laughs> But in this reading, it doesn't say for the greater good. It says for the common good. And the common good means everybody's good. Not just a few people who think they know what the best thing is. But everybody's good. Including the yobs who wear hoodies and they they murder a few of those. (laughs) They don't like those. Including the people we may not like. Even for them. God's spirit is concerned for their good. So when we're thinking about working and serving in the community, we're thinking of the common good, for everybody's good. And that the Holy Spirit determines who he's going to pour these gifts through at any given moment in time. Now, one of the Christian concepts about this has been that, oh, well, you just get one gift for your whole life, and then you just use that. The Holy Spirit only gives you one, but... I think that's an incorrect reading of the passage. I think, actually, the Holy Spirit gives gifts through people at any given moment when the gift is needed for the common good. It's a toolbox that you've been given when you first believed and made Jesus Lord. He's given you a toolbox. So all these gifts, words, wisdom, you could use that when you're waitressing. You could be praying for the person you're serving at the table and God might just speak into your heart wisdom that that person might need in that moment. A word of knowledge. Knowing something you couldn't naturally know about someone's circumstances or or about them. You would use that maybe during a time of prayer ministry when somebody comes for prayer and you don't know anything about them and you're asking the Lord, tell me something that will help me pray effectively for them. Faith. Financial giving requires faith, doesn't it? And we need to be saying, Lord, give me faith to do these things that will serve the community for the common good. Fundraising, mission, all require faith. Healing. Again, prayer ministry, life groups, opportunities to pray for each other when you're not well and see God do something. See God change the circumstances. See God bless somebody's body physically and bring relief from pain. Miraculous powers. Now, I would like to see more of that around the place. Praying for the heart of the community project. We need miracles. We've seen some. 
but we need more. 3.5 million more. <laughs> Miracles. Miraculous powers for that to come in over the next couple of years. Prophecy. Telling forth God's thoughts. Maybe that would be when you're worshipping God and you're singing a hymn and the words suddenly come alive to you and you sing them out knowing through and through your whole being that that is God's thoughts towards you. Distinguishing between spirits. Maybe in a committee meeting when things get a bit aggressive and you think, hmm, I can just discern that there's some self-seeking going on here and we need to try and break that in some way and diffuse that or there's some hurt feelings we need to take time to resolve those things and tongues the gift of tongues it's the only gift that is actually possible to use in every single situation of serving and working in the community you know you can actually drive and pray in tongues because you don't have to think about what you're saying Often somebody said to me, you know, well, I was praying while I was driving, and I think, oh, that's a bit dangerous, you know. You're, sort of, you're supposed to be concentrating on driving. <laughs> but when you pray in tongues, you don't need to think about logically what you're saying. You can just let go, keep driving, focus on what you're doing, and pray. Likewise, with any act of service in the community, you can be using that gift as you do somebody's garden, as you babysit for somebody's child. And then finally, interpretation of tongues. We don't have that often, do we, in our church? We don't have people speaking out loud in tongues, giving a message, and then it being interpreted. But I have been in gatherings where that's happened, and it's always been beneficial to the gathered people there to hear God's thoughts spoken through at interpretation. So is Jesus Lord of your life? I'm guessing so if you're here this morning. But we need to keep asking the Holy Spirit to help us love him more and to help us make him Lord more in our lives. And if he is Lord, then let him, his Holy Spirit, flow through you for the common good. And don't opt out of anything. Don't exclude yourself from anything. The Holy Spirit may well use you and give you gifts that you haven't naturally got to do a job that you may have thought, oh no, that's not for me. Or I wouldn't do evangelism. Or I wouldn't do prayer ministry. Or I wouldn't do administration. That's me, I wouldn't do administration. (laughs) But I've set myself a challenge to learn and ask the Holy Spirit to give me gifts of administration. I need to learn and to grow. And maybe you could think of an area of ministry and service in this community that you've opted out of so far and that you'd like to ask the Holy Spirit to give you gifts to enable you to do that service and that work for the common good for caring for others and for making Jesus Lord in our community Amen Thank you Karen